we we went the other way this time. I know it's so weird. I every single time now, like I literally pause for like a half a second to decide, I, and I don't I want to that. decide. I, and I knew you were trying to decide. And yeah, it's yeah. so get out of my head. This is my place, my safe spot, my uh, safe not, place. Not true. I live there. <clears throat> Nick, uh, I have a surprise. I haven't told you about. It's not really that great of a surprise. It's more of a thing that's an inconvenience that I have not shared. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, what is the inconvenience? <clears throat> So, uh, actually, I had a new inconvenience added at the last second, uh, a little bit self-inflicted, kind of like a little mini this week hurt myself. But anyways, Nick, uh, for the first time, I believe, since like episode two, one of us is recording in a place that is not where they were uh, expecting to record. Jeff, I'm, are you downstairs? I'm not downstairs. Damn I I'm also okay. not at my house. I'm also not in my city. I am in a hotel room in Kansas City uh, oh for a, a stupid work thing. Uh, well, not super work. A uh, super cool work thing, I guess. I don't know. Uh, anyways, I'm in Kansas City for work stuff, and I brought all my podcast stuff here, and I am trying not to yell at my neighbors next door. So hopefully <laughs> they don't get annoyed by the intro that I'm about to do. Um, I, I'm going to need you to bring a lot of energy to the intro. A lot of energy. Like, get a noise complaint level of energy. Okay, <laughs> Nick, the other, thing, the other thing that I've done, I didn't realize, and if I sound like a little bit uh, tired slash exhausted slash etc., or my voice sounds weird, aside from the echoey hotel room, um, <clears throat> it is because there's some kind of sushi or fish that I am, like, slightly allergic to that I just, I don't know exactly what it is. Uh, but I love sushi and fish so much, and I ordered some, uh, and I ate some right before we recorded, and whatever it was, I found it again, <laughs> and so I just feel like I'm going to die, so there's that. Welcome to the year we started a podcast. Man, you can hear that in the voice. <laughs> uh, this is a podcast, uh, I guess, podcast born Phoenix-like from the ashes of last year's podcast. I am your slightly dying host, Jeff. Go host, Jeff. And I, and I am your other slightly dying the way that we're all dying at all times. Co-host, Nick. Why are you dying, Nick? We're all dying. Why are you? In, why grave. are you? Yeah, but some of us hit hurdles along the way. Oh, <laughs> uh, I I'm dying because I consumed way too much caffeine from like <sighs> sixteen to twenty nine, twenty whatever. And, but uh, now all that is in the it's past. All the past. It's, it's all, all the past. Don't the worry past. about it. Welcome to the thirties, where you die from eating sushi. It's great exactly. here. <laughs> Uh, this is our podcast where we like to come together and talk about some of the things that are killing us and fun to us and interesting to us. Uh, yeah, Nick. Okay, I need to pull up my show notes. Uh, as mentioned, I am not rolling with my three monitor setup I normally have, and I That's was just okay. watching my waveforms on the thing. It's a very interesting thing to do, but it's not the move. It's not the move. It's not the move. Okay. Um, I have three intro topics that are all just nothing, but they're just Good. fun things that I wanted. Like, the, okay, uh, man, I have four, actually. I lied. I have four. Do <laughs> four. Let's do it. I don't care. This could just be an intro topic day. I this love is it. Like, this is like a stream of consciousness. It's not even intro topics. It's just like these are literally things I want to text Jeff you. Jeff went on a vacation or on a work trip and got sick, and now we're just kind of roll like just fucking rolling it out there and just go with it let's do it language nick language. um okay i gotta pull up uh notes on my phone because i wasn't planning on doing this but what is it i mean it's the last podcast we're gonna record we're gonna die so um nick this month uh we're now recording in the month of october and uh that marks uh here in a couple like not, not quite two weeks the day that I texted you and I said that we should do podcast. Uh, so I thought that was pretty crazy. And so I wanted to go find that text. Turns out oh, Nick, in the past year, we've texted each other a lot. It took a I lot know. of scrolling and I actually gave up really at one suck. point and then I had to search. It turns out I text people the word podcast a lot more in the past year than I had before. So I basically uh, didn't scroll to the bottom. That is problematic. <clears throat> but okay. And I, I just wanted to read you this text because I feel like it's a... Uh, 
I don't, uh, just it's kind of funny. Uh, so, anyways, on October nineteenth of twenty twenty, so we're talking uh, just under two weeks. I said, like, kind of out of the blue, did I ever tell you about how I think we could do a podcast? I think we could do a podcast. I'm good at editing, and you're good at talking to me, which I feel like I'm good at editing. This is a little bit pretentious, given the fact that I had no idea what I was doing. And if you go back and listen to the first few episodes, you certainly can attest to that. Um, oh, my God. I'm pretty sure that me editing, like, our school, uh, like, daily announcements uh, in middle school was probably not, like, enough to say that I'm, quote, good at editing. <laughs> And uh, I I do feel a little bit bad that I said your qualifications were not that you're like interesting or funny, just that you're good, good at, talking at talking to me. To you. Good. I I'm gonna take that as I am good at talking to you in interesting and fun ways. That's what it was. Yes, that's uh, the event, and not just that I do, I'm good at not shutting up, which I am good at. You are, I was gonna say you are exceptionally good at that too. That's fine. Thank you. I've been I've been working uh, on it all my life. But no, I I felt like man, that was. A very overconfident person <laughs> typed that text. We all Just, are. Before we start any project, we're always like, I could do that. And then you do it and you're like, oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Who, who told me this was a good idea? Right. Kind of like me with the sushi I ate. <laughs> it's probably fine. I could do that. <laughs> I'm good at eating sushi, except for it almost kills me. Except um, for it almost kills you. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so that's one of the things I thought about. <laughs> this is my stream of things I just would text Nick. Uh, other thing I just would text Nick was so uh, I was recently talking to one of our listeners, uh, my mom, uh, and she mentioned about how um, she had listened to one of our episodes recently and she thought we were talking really slow. And she realized a little while in that uh, she had accidentally set it to talk at 0.5 speed, which to me <laughs> is, is like objectively horrifying. I, <laughs> like, I would like lose my mind. I can already hear my ADD brain just like twitch my eye twitching and just like, what is wrong with this? <laughs> I like edit out like like quarter second pauses like there would be times where i feel like i just like i can't listen to myself talk anymore and like i'll just like Uh, edit out so many just random things it's just like i the thought uh, and and almost always when editing like if i'm just like man we're like we're just really phoning it in here i'm gonna i'm gonna (laughs) listen to this one at like one and a quarter speed at 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 slowest like the uh, the thought of subjecting myself to us at (laughs) half speed and not realizing it for any more than like a half a millisecond is like unfathomable to me. And so I'm very sorry to anybody who's any ever accidentally listened to us at half to, speed. To anybody, including your mom, who's ever had to experience that, I'm sorry. You should only have to put up with me for 45 minutes to an hour a, a, a week. Not any more than that. I am so sorry. <laughs> right. And honestly, we should probably start like a reverse Patreon where like anybody who's suffered from this, like we will subs- like we will support you monthly. If you've ever done this, for the permanent damage we've caused, because <laughs> there's just no way. Because I would absolutely cause damage. I'm so es- sorry. Well, especially this week with me, I feel like I'm already like my words are monotone and long, and that's not good. Um, okay, uh, you're fine. You're fine. I said. I say. said. Yeah. What they what they always tell you in podcast school is make sure you point out how bad your voice is at any point. Uh, yes. Because definitely everybody needs. It's like it's like the same thing. Like if you go do a public speech and you're kind of nervous, they always tell you definitely make sure you tell the audience that you're nervous. That's the best idea because then definitely they won't notice anything about any of your nervous tics or talking fast. That's a really good point. And also, can I just say that um, <clears throat> I didn't go to podcast school. Like why uh, did I wanted to go to. I went podcast school. Uh, yeah, I, I went before, and now it's not open anymore. But it'll be open again someday, Nick. Someday we can go to podcast school together. Oh. I really want to, Nick. Uh, the thought of going to like a pre-COVID, uh, uh, what's it called, PodCon is like the most. Like I've gotten so into podcasts now, and I listen to so many things, and I know so many of the people that were there back in the day. And the fact that there's like not a PodCon for the last couple of years. Like I don't do like the the cons. I'm not a con person. No, <laughs> um, but I've never uh, been to a convention. I've never been to a convention of that sort. Uh, and I would totally, totally do that if I if that was a thing that existed. Yeah, um, Nick. Uh, what this is again? This is the sort of thing that I should just text you. But we're in the podcast where I text you things on the podcast. Yeah. Um, what uh, fast food chain do you think has the most franchises, uh, like most stores in the entire world? 
In the entire world. Entire uh, world. It's tough. I actually, I don't know. I, I assume McDonald's. I just assume McDonald's. Yeah, right? You would think McDonald's. I totally thought McDonald's too. Yeah, you have like, I mean, a, I, like a, you have a dark, I, a dark horse candidate? I mean. <laughs> it's not McDonald's. Ones, I'll spoil it. It's yeah, not I assumed, McDonald's. Yeah, I assumed not. Um, afterwards, no, not really. I mean, I maybe like Burger King, but like that, that seemed no. wrong too. Yeah. Um, Love me in your world. What is it? I don't think you'll guess it. I just, well, this isn't like some sort of research topic. It was just, again, like a thing that I would have texted you because I just heard it on a different thing. Like it was literally just one sentence and it was that uh, there are uh, more subways in the world than all other restaurants, like all other chains. That should have been where my brain went outside of of it though. Because like i was trying to think of what else would have more international appeal because i think a lot of our fast food is very american uh, like, we like, like we likes us our comfort food so we talk about burgers and fries and are generally not, unhealthiness yeah. yeah exactly i mean subway is not always healthy right but it, it definitely has like it could have a range of appeals at least right Look, my marinara meatball sub that I've definitely never gotten is definitely healthy. It's Subway. You eat fresh. And Jared said it was good. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's a guy you should always listen to in bird advice. So. <laughs> I mean, as there, uh, we're not going to get into this. Okay. We're not going to get into this. We're not. Nick, we're okay, not. this is my real intro topic because I just don't understand. And I need your help. This okay. is uh, This is something that is this is good and proper. Uh, so we're back home. Nick, okay, I have this broom that is like a big broom that you use in like shops and garages and stuff. It's like, I don't know, two and a half, three feet on the bottom. Like, you know what I'm talking about, that sort of broom? It's like a yeah, a big, like a push broom yeah. like to sweep out big yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, 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 push, push broom. There's a word. I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if that's the actual term, but like that, that makes sense in my head. Yes. Okay, well, uh, Google push broom, I'm sure Google Images has the thing. Anyways. The not you, Nick. The people on the podcast. If they don't know, you know what a push. I just wanted to make sure uh, I was on the same page, Jeffrey. Just for our listeners' yeah, sake, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've recently push edited bro. out Nick being very, very rude to you. <laughs> so I just hope you, Jeff. They don't have to listen to that. You have to listen to it. Discord, Discord has some pretty solid like uh, clipping things that it does, so that I don't have to be deaf. But if we used our actual audio on Audacity, you would be completely (laughs) deafened, and I wouldn't do that to you. But Nick would. I would. Um, Anyways, Nick. Okay, so I have this broom. They're fairly big. I've had this broom for quite a long time. Two houses, in fact, I've had this broom. Okay. I use this broom occasionally to sweep out my garage because uh, I like to not have dead bugs and dirt and stuff in my garage. And it's like, I don't know, seems like a reasonable thing to do. That seems fair. Nick, I can't find this broom. And I've looked everywhere that I could possibly think that there could be a broom. And so, like, really at this point, I'm at a point in my, like, and it's been, like, I didn't just, like, look for it for, like, like a day. Like, I didn't, like, like spend a, you know, half hour looking for it. Like, I've looked everywhere in my house. I've checked every room. I've checked outside. I've checked to see if maybe my kids drug it into our yard or, like, hit it under something. Or, like, I've looked every, it is, as far as I could, and it's not, they're not small brooms. No, they're, no, Jeff, they're Jeff, big. What happen, no, Jeff, what happened? You don't understand. What happened is you were robbed, but only okay. for a push- <laughs> Okay, Nick. Okay, here's the thing. First off, if you would have said that to me like two years ago, I would have said, Nick, I live in uh, I I live in a very small town in rural Kansas. Any of your neighbors ever again? Let me tell my story. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm dying. This has to go in my memoirs. Okay, if I told you this two years ago, what I would have said was, I live in a small town in rural Kansas, and we don't lock our doors, and nobody cares about anything because, like, we all everybody knows everybody, and that's not bad. Like, I've never done that, and then. Nick, I had stuff. I had my car broken into and my truck broken into uh, like a year and a half ago or something like that. I remember. And I zero out of 10 recommend that experience to anybody. And if you ever want to change your rural beliefs here, that is very easy Everyone to change is one. a great human being and I can trust them all with my life. And then your car is broken into. Which one of you f- took my broom? <laughs> and I'll know next time because I have security cameras and things and signs saying as such. Uh, Here's the thing, Nick. I I mean, there are certain parts. If if you were, if this you was really an, changed, Jeff. Nick, 
Nick. If this was an inside job, there are places, there are ways that you could get past my cameras to steal a broom in my garage. But like at this point, I don't, I don't know what is what is more unlikely that this was like like a very, th- a very very good thief that stole my broom, or I can't find this giant broom in my house. I don't know what's more likely, or if there's other alternative third options. Uh, I, I mean, this is coming options, from one of our listeners, Jeff, who also had us a show. Do you have any advice for me? Well, to Jeff, our listener, um, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like it's pretty straightforward. Like, either someone threw it out or something. You or don't. It was placed, Nick, you or don't. Like, acc- When's the last time you accidentally threw out a broom? There, like you <laughs> no. accidentally threw away a broom that doesn't I fit in any trash you, can though. or I, any I, trash I bag. I agree with you. Uh, okay, know, so let's check check that one off the list. I didn't throw you're, it away, you're nor like did a anybody. Six year old or a five year old, like he, like dude, and Katie could have just thrown it out, could have been sick of the look of it or something. I don't, I don't have answers, man. Nick, I don't have answers. When has ever been the case for throwing out a broom? Been how it looks. It's a broom, and it's an outside Yo. one at that in our garage. Look, I, I, Nick. I, I've decided that uh, that I, there is no other answer, and I am sorry. But I okay, <laughs> think outside the box, Nick, because I've tried, and we need to. This can't okay, just what if, this can't just if, die here. What if there was a uh, a family of squirrels, and all of them were really upset with the lack of organization and the, the dust accumulating in their uh, tree home? And therefore, they banded together in order to obtain the only tool they could think of that could clean out their home. I'll tell you what, Nick. Here's what my response to that is. I'm in this hotel room, and behind where I'm recording is a giant mirror. And I feel very uncomfortable by it. One of the reasons why is because I could see myself talking. I don't super like that. But then what I don't like even more is contemplating my life decisions that have gotten to me to a point where I'm getting broom advice about how squirrels and dust and whatever. You told me I wasn't giving you a good enough answer. I said outside the box, not inside of Narnia. (laughs) I don't have any other answers for you, Mister Shesser. Okay, okay, I got nothing else for I'll, you. I'll tell I, you what. I was if trying I find to be out. silly and whimsical and have fun, and I, I today I got shot down by my only friend who I record podcasts with. <laughs> thank, you that, thank you for that qualification. <clears throat> they got very sad and then very yeah. real yeah. Um, and accurate. Okay. Um, so these are my five or however many intro topics I've done. Nick, tell me about fun stuff. My goodness. Okay, this is related to your thing, because uh, uh, to one of your earlier ones. Okay, Jeff, I feel like eight years ago, six years ago, everyone really cared about the difference between iPhone and Android, and I really don't think that there's any significant difference anymore, except that iPhone has all of the Apple services and Android doesn't, and I feel like that's basically it. That's like the only difference now is like Apple is connected to the Apple ecosphere. I'm uh, so ecosystem. mad at you right now. Why? Why? <laughs> so mad at Do you want me to derail your topic now or later? Yeah. Which... Derail my topic. Talk to me. Okay. Tell me your difference. I, I was going to ask you because you recently-ish, like your last phone was an Android, right? This is your first yeah, iPhone in a while? Uh, I've, two of them I've had now, but yeah. Okay. Like it's been within the last few years. Um. I 100% agree on 99.999% of things. But what do you miss from Android? I, I miss one thing that, like, literally, there's the, only the one podcast thing. app. Uh, well, okay, I do also miss Podcast Addict. Okay, yes. okay. <laughs> Overcast is okay. I miss Podcast Addict, but that's not it. Like I can, I am perfectly happy. I've I've dealt with it for hundreds and hundreds of hours at this point, and True, fair. it's 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 all good. I could deal. What I can't deal with, Nick, I used – and I'm going to say this, and I'm not talking on my phone. Oh, yeah, I'm not because I switched back to the computer. Okay, good. Because okay. I'm about to say words that are going to trigger phones, and I'm sorry, people, if you're not listening with headphones. Oh, God. Um, so I used to be able to say, okay, Google, navigate to wherever the frick. And within like one second, I would be navigating to whatever it was. Like if I wanted to say, like if I wanted to navigate to Quick Trip, I just it would pick the it would automatically just pick the closest one. It would always be right. It would always be the one that I wanted, and it would be perfect every Uh, time. And now things changed with uh, my my new friend Siri. 
I asked her to do the same thing. And what I got was very conditioned to the fact that I could start driving to something that I didn't exactly know where it was. And like while I was putting on my seat buckle and like inching forward out of a parking lot, I could just tell it where to go. And then I would like, I wouldn't be endangering the lives of other people while I was like, like waiting for it to like start working. Right. And like, it was always fine. But what happens now is like, I have to like it, it. There's just no combination. Like first off, like if I said I wanted to like navigate to my work, I would just say like the the couple things of address or navigate to my work or whatever. Like I didn't have to say like the city, state, zip code, <laughs> the country, and galaxy that I lived in in order for it to get it right. Because you just know that you're in your butt. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's like yeah. No, I assume the Milky Way. Right. That's fine. Perfect. Let's <laughs> narrow it down from there. And I swear with with Siri, it's just like I have to like be uber, uber specific or I'm just going to say something vague. And it's like, here's the 75 closest next to you. But also none of them are like in any particular order. And like, <laughs> it's just they sort, of, they sort of alphabetically. It's like these are the, the 75 Best Buys within 400 miles of you sorted alphabetically. Hopefully it's like, <laughs> like it uh, you want to navigate to uh, the Dillons on Douglas. Uh, okay, do you want this one on this one or this like other one on Broadway, but they're in the wrong order and also 10 miles apart? And like, no, I want the one that's like <laughs> six seconds from where I am. Please just tell me which way to turn because I'm bad at directions. <laughs> oh, I, will, I will let you know that using, uh, using Jen Sears is is mostly just a way for me to point out how silly the, the most of the AI is. I don't really have that game with uh with with um, with Google Assistant, so that does add up. That does add up. It, it really is just I want to be able to use voice navigation to tell me where to go without having it be like a whole thing where at that point I might as well have gone to flipping map quest, printed off the maps, like, which you know how I feel about printers, Nick, if I'm willing to introduce printers into this problem. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> so that's, a, that's a very low bar. Let's see where you had to cross. Speaking of uh, like splitting the different, which now you're 30 years old, so I feel like we're basically the same age now. So basically. maybe I'm going to stop using this joke. But as as one last time for good old days, oh, uh, good, good old times' sake, um, I I I've printed off like a couple maps uh, in my lifetime uh, off like MapQuest or whatever before it just became to be a thing that was like on a Garmin and then very 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 shortly after yeah um, on on phones. Were you did did you skip the part where you printed off the maps? No, because because my father, bless his heart, who is <laughs> one of the most educated and well-read and successful human beings I have ever encountered. Definitely, actually, probably the most well-read person I've ever known. Mm-hmm. My my father does not does not take in uh, directions in any way except for written form. It does not work. It does not work in any capacity. I no longer have to do this. I don't know if my mother has to do this anymore, but I try to tell him directions, and unless he's actively going to take the turn that I'm telling him on the phone, like, Dad, no, no, Dad, you're going to get on the, you're going to go to the 215. Dad, it's the 215? It's the 215. If I don't say that, (laughs) then my dad is, uh, anything I've told my dad is out the other end, and there is no, there is no GPS or uh, navigation system for him. It's not, it's not the move. He is, and he, he he'll remember it uh, after he knows it. But if I tell him directions, it doesn't work, and navigation is not gonna work. So when I was young and before I uh, you know had a car and a license and all that good stuff, I was one hundred percent printing directions for my dad. One hundred percent. I'm just so grateful I live in the world where that was even an option. Because like if I had to live in a world where I had to, one, be able to know where I was at any given point, and then two, be able to hear or read directions and like like understand how to relate that to where I was supposed to go, like <laughs> not, not one of my strong suits. In the same way that I would not be a great person to live in the time before contacts or classes. No. Yeah, yeah. Also ditto there for me as well. But yeah, so like phone stuff, I, I do genuinely think that the, the gap has narrowed like tenfold uh, as far as just uh, they feel much more at parity than ever before. And just homogenous, right? Like it's it's 
it's not even to me that they're both like equal quality. It's that the the differences are are minute. I are minute. You know what I mean? Like they're they're just uh it, it, like I. So the reason I'm saying this is I am getting an iPhone. I haven't had an iPhone <coughs> since uh, the iPhone three. Uh, but there's an iPhone in the mail someplace for me. Supposedly, who knows? It, it's COVID times. It could show up here in uh, <laughs> in 2023 for all I know. Uh, <laughs> Tis the season. Yeah. Tis the season. Uh, but you know, I I like researched a whole bunch and i was like my so i am mostly doing it because i am sick of asking people to send my wife videos and or trying to get anyone else in the world to use any kind of video like i just use google drive or you know actually that's not even really true what what is really true is that my friends send me messages on discord for videos (laughs) (laughs) but my family all uses iMessage which is totally reasonable and fine and there's been no solution to this except for all of my family members saying (laughs) android huh (laughs) like okay I don't know. I don't know what you want from me. It's not my fault that <laughs> Apple and uh, Google don't play along with SMS stuff. Yeah, I, you, first off, the the, the trade-off in favor uh, of going to iPhone that I noticed immediately was exactly what you described. Being able to be in the iMessage ecosystem, uh, being able yep. to send videos and have them not be like I took them on my like 2004 Razor and sent them from <laughs> the past was like super nice i feel like it's gotten worse right i feel like the compression has actually gotten worse my sister sent me a video the other day of her dog and i was like i can't make out where his face is like that's, <laughs> that's and like it's worse and like videos might as well be like uh like nine by nine pixel flip book like exactly, what are you even exactly doing? right like the original game boy <laughs> with it's like one nit of brightness was still higher quality <laughs> Uh, you will not miss the. Uh, you will not miss the APK thing or uh, none of none of it. You won't miss any of it except for the ability for to not be annoyed by navigation stuff. Fair. I still don't know the answer to that. I mean, Other than that, you'll get. I promise, like you will one hundred percent be completely used to it within like like a day. Like yeah, it, it will, it, and you can still like use nothing. Google Maps, right? So, like, what's the big deal? Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's the voice. It's the voice assistant. That's no, the problem. I I, I do use Google. Maps. I don't really use my voice assistant anyways, so that that might be. Uh, do you just use me. it for navigation or no? Nope. Nope. Okay. Well, but, you may oh, not notice at all. But that's more of like a my car issue. <laughs> Anything else? Oh, okay. My uh, for whatever reason, my audio doesn't sync with uh, only with Google Maps in my car. So who knows? So I just use my car's navigation. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Fancy boy with your fancy car navigation. Okay, Nick, Nick, we got to go. We got to keep going. We do. I got a thing. I'm really excited about this. Uh, it's kind of a weird thing. Um, normally, this doesn't happen. I do occasionally go back to the backlog of, like, just ideas that we've had, yeah. which at this point, my goodness, my, like, I have to start another uh, note at some point because I just have so – it's, like, so many to scroll through. Um but I had a thing where I noticed something that was kind of similar between a couple topics and I looked into it and sure enough, they are very much connected and people have had lots of things to talk about them and I had never read any of them. Um, and so I went down to kind of a rabbit hole that was kind of cool because it lets me check off a lot of the, the backlog list of things to talk about. Okay. <clears throat> it is centered around the cobra effect do you have any idea i can't imagine you do but it's no, just in the off chance i was so sad because you because uh, i saw it in there and i was like that's probably an actual effect i wish i, I knew what it was so i could <laughs> spoil so, this but no i do okay. not um and there is probably one of these at least that you've heard of although my industry <laughs> might have a particular bias toward people that know what this is when we get down a little bit later um the 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 original story and it's potentially a little bit apocryphal um so take it with a bit of a grain of salt potentially uh but the original uh, instance of this happening allegedly was uh during uh british rule uh in india the british government they were concerned about the number of poisonous cobras um and they offered a bounty uh, for every dead cobra. Like they would prevent, present the skins and they would get paid for any time that uh, somebody was able to kill one of these poisonous cobras. Okay. And this, is this the, uh, uh, like not to, um, not to jump too far ahead, but is this the, uh, the story of like, and then someone introduced a mongoose and then something had to, 
you know, no. uh, they ruined the ecosystem. And, no, it's and, not the old nope. lady who swallowed a fly, Cobra edition. Uh, okay. Di- different thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> but um, to not much better end, potentially. Okay. Not, not to spoil anything. Um, so they, they offered a bounty for every dead Cobra. I want you to put on your nefarious uh, villain hat on, Nick, and I want you to think, okay, so this this country uh, that ha- is uh, ruling over our country, uh-huh. they just offered to pay for every cobra that gets killed, and you like to make money. Uh, what that- do you want to take a guess at? What maybe was an un- unintended consequence of this happening? I, so my first thought is that this would create an industry where, like, literally someone would be breeding cobras so that they could have access to more cobras, which they would then kill after they were old enough or whatever, so that they would just have a steady supply. Yeah. Or so, just, I guess, breeding more, right? Like, So you, Mr. Nicholas Azure, over now 30-year-old wise boy over here. Wise, wise man. <laughs> wise man, I'm sorry. Wise yes, the way wise of, the, man. of the world. Uh, that is literally exactly what happened. Uh, nice. It started a bunch of people breeding cobras. Uh, cool. And killing them and getting the reward. <clears throat> so let's take this uh, little this, – now that you are the, hey, the wise created, man. They, they created a market, okay? It's not it's, – <laughs> they're so, just responding to market forces. So they responded to market forces. Um, and you're now, I want to put on uh, your British uh, monarchy ruling uh, cap or okay. whatever the fancy things they call those things they put on their uh, people. Uh, and uh, so you now become aware that this is happening, that this uh, this bribe that you've – or not bribe, bounty. That's the wrong B word. Yep. Uh, the, the bounty is being taken advantage of and this has all happened. What what would you think would be maybe an ill-conceived idea to fix that problem might be? I don't know if you'll get this one right away, but uh, this one I don't have because my first thought is just that, like, oh, the 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 guy would feel like uh, he's being stolen from, so he just killed him. <laughs> but, um, I don't have it, which is you you want me to think like an, like a uh, like an uh, a uh, person who wants to make money? I can do that. I, if you want me to think like a a. British monarch, uh, a monarch? Then no. a British monarch. My my general uh, understanding of British monarchs is there. <laughs> there's a lot of off with their heads. Yes, F that. <laughs> well, not exactly what happened. Basically, what they did was they ended the program, um, and, and then there was a bunch of cobras, and then there was like, like all these like <laughs> cobra breeding places that were like, well, these guys are useless now, and so they just <laughs> let them loose, and it was like okay. significantly worse than what it was when they started. What's the big deal? Just let loose a bunch of uh, venomous cobras. I no mean, what are they going to do? They're, they're going to pay to raise them? Like, the only reason why they were being raised was to be killed for bounty, and now that's and even zero dollars. So takes, exerts an effort, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that's somebody else's problem. Best of luck to y'all. We made our money. Um, but anyways, that became known as the Cobra Effect. Uh, this has manifested itself in history many different times uh, where okay. something Good. that was done had big unintentional consequences. The thing I was thinking about, the reason like why I even got into this topic at all was – uh, last week, talking about the Sammy is my hero, uh, the thing on MySpace, where a kid who was just trying to do a thing had huge unintended consequences for just an innocent thing that he was trying right. to do. And uh, I, so I, I was like, man, I bet you there's some good unintended consequence stories. And that's what led me to this Cobra thing. And then all the other examples throughout history where this happens. <laughs> um, and so I just want to talk through a couple of them. And then the last one. Similar to last week is my favorite. Dude, I'm, I'm stoked. Hit me. <laughs> okay. So we're going to go through some of these. This is one that I knew completely from real life, but I uh, actually heard on a podcast a while back. Um, and I put it in my notes as something to cover because it's like something I've actually been exposed to. Um, it is about feral hogs. Back in the day, feral oh, hogs. Oh. Can I just say feral hogs is not a phrase you hear very often, but when you do – it's very alarming. You're just like, oh, sh- oh snap. Okay, I'm paying attention. I'll, I'll tell is- you. I'll tell you what, Nick. That is a true sentence depending on where you live. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to this. So uh, 
back in the day, like the early pioneering uh, days in the U.S., the feral hogs are not native to here, but they were brought here because they are extremely, extremely good at reproducing. Um, And so there's that. (laughs) They are very big um, and they eat like flipping anything. And so what they would do is pioneers would bring these to these people like places where they were like trying to build settlements and like let them go be feral out in the woods and they would basically be a constant source of protein for their like civilization. Like the feral hogs are a little bit terrifying, but that's just, you know, kind of the price. That's kind of the price of doing business back in the day. It's like, do I want to have this dangerous uh, source of protein around me or do I want to starve to death and die? So uh oh good so that's basically what they did like they just kind of brought them along to where they were going and let let them go feral and do their thing and they would hunt them uh, to have food and they were always around because they reproduce really well and that's if you get one you get like a, like a ton of meat for, from it and so that's how that worked but right yeah great uh good for them pioneers but uh they continued to reproduce very well uh in the u.s because just you know like I said, that's part of one of their defining attributes. And uh, it got a little bit out of hand. And it got to the point where in parts of the United States, like it was a significant problem. These were like dangerous to people. Um, they were extremely, extremely terrible for uh, farmers. Like they're, they can eat anything, but if they can eat a field worth of uh, crops, they will absolutely go oh, through it yeah. in, like, no time. And so, like, uh, big, big problem. Like, they're impossible to keep out for farmers. And so it kind of gets to the point where, like, farmers would pr- plant crops and then they would have to, like, have planned either them or other people go out to try to fend off the, the hogs because they if they didn't do it, then it would completely destroy all of their – all their stuff. And then it really got to be such a big problem that the, uh, like they were such a huge pest in the United States that we like, it was basically like we removed all regulation, uh, on killing them because they were like such a huge, huge problem. Um, so like basically removed all barriers to try to remove them as a pest for, especially for our farmers. So they, they became like super, super legal to hunt. And that resulted in people, I, I don't want to put any hate out towards responsible hunters, but uh, Jen is from a place where hunting is a big thing and people be, like being very, very eager to hunt is a not always great thing. No, either. it's and, and when there's people that are, uh, I think how you put it was very, very eager to hunt. And we'll just use that as a phrase. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> regardless of the means to do so. Uh, combined with uh, a legal system that has basically said, yeah, green light, whatever you want to do is cool. Uh, and there are people in the world that want to make money. Um, that basically created an industry where uh, you you would have like these people that would take people on expeditions to, to hunt hogs in all kinds of um, different ways across the spectrum of uh, good and not good. Uh, and definitely many of them in the, the little bit sick and twisted. We won't get into any of it. It's like, it's a little, yeah, little messed up, but uh, it's a complicated issue. I don't know how much of that cut out. I don't really want to talk about the politics of this, but anyways, what we've done is we've created an industry where it is now like super legal to do this and super profitable for the people that are able to get these people to go on these hunts. And oh. what that has done is basically ensure that unless uh, legislation changes, like, there's literally 0% chance that we'll ever get rid of feral the feral hog problem in rural United States where we have lots of farmers that suffer from it because there's just no laws against it and it's hugely profitable for the people that like arrange these hunts and like get the hogs onto their land and do all that stuff. So uh, good. that's that's good. Not, uh, some unintended consequences. <laughs> um, I promise we'll get to some less bad Can- ones. Can I say that this is definitely on the interesting side? I'm like, like I like want to laugh at it, but it's not really on the fun side. No, it's not on the fun. Um, it's, it's, de- it's super. It's actually super interesting though. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna fast forward through some of the. I, I do want to mention them because I did spend the time to at least read about them. So yeah, I feel yeah. like at least I have to put them on the show. Worst you can, case to come dude, out, do right? It. I don't care. Yeah, I don't okay. care how much you. Yeah, and, and really, only the next two are kind of like super messed up. <laughs> but 
Um, so in Vietnam, uh, under French control, uh, they had a rat bounty offered similar to, um, the, uh, the, the Cobra one. And it was, uh, similar to like how they had to like prove with the snake skins that, uh, they had gotten it so they could get their bounty on this one. Um, they had to, this is not, I, I believe that you'll be able to figure out how this went poorly. Um, they had to prove that uh, they had killed a rat by providing the tails. Uh, uh, do you want to guess what the people did? They just, ki- they just t- cut off the tails. Like, and, why kill the, yeah. and what did they do also? Bread more? I don't know. Bread more. Yeah, bread yeah. them, cut the tails off. Not For super sure. lethal. So. <laughs> uh, um, that led to the rats being worse, Nick, turns out. I was going to say, it's actually, you're improving the amount of rats that are yes, around they by just doing this. don't have tails, which wasn't the, really the problem to begin with. So. Right. That's what I was going to say is like, you've, you've actually incentivized people make, like breeding rats, but without even killing them. So great. And then they'll probably just let the, the, the ones without tails loose, which is so like we're just being cruel to animals and breeding more vermin. That's yeah, great. it's great. It's cool. Thumbs up, but at least you made money, guys. Good job. <laughs> hey, Jeff, real quick. Yes. Gonna, I, I think you should cut this next part. But, dude, man, do I love capitalism. <laughs> I just love it. Just some good stuff. <laughs> God. God, Jeff. <laughs> I didn't want to make this about that, and I understand that this could happen under other organizations of, of stuff. Like, oh, okay. Come on. <laughs> if there's any chance that I keep it in the podcast, it will because it is directly followed by this next one. So, oh, in building, so this is about the railroads. Uh, back in the 1960s, the U.S. Congress agreed that they would pay uh, per mile of track laid uh, to have the first transcontinental railroad. And okay. so, uh, Thomas C. Durant, uh, who was uh, the Union Pacific Railroad road guy uh would form like lots of meaningless like like track uh shapes in order to just increase the number of uh miles smart Uh, yeah which is like the thing about that is like yes like you're obviously making more money from this i don't even i I don't want to know the number of hours wasted on people on railroads like doing like just absolutely meaningless like loops around things Uh, just this number of track miles like very true very true and i know that by the 60s we probably had much better labor conditions and probably had much uh you know better oversight and like regulation and whatever else but uh dude laying down uh railroads is a historically back-breaking and human-breaking well to be uh, clear this is this is the 1860s not the the 1860s i'm not sure 100 percent of the things you said are just true let's let's go back very good at breaking backs and breaking humans (laughs) like i said man um this is so there's some archaeology this this is another thing that's kind of happened over a different couple areas but um, okay. archaeologists if they find like uh that there is like a discovery that's kind of spread across people that are currently living there they'll pay for like bone fragments to be provided them that are like over a certain size and so like locals can go out and like help with the like provide anything that they already currently have or anything that like they know where it is or something like that but what they would do is they would just break them like the fragments down to the like minimal size and then like present them all. <laughs> and so like this, all this work, oh they would just destroy <laughs> to like tiny pieces, but then like turn them in and like for like each piece get something. I did it. I did it seven times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I keep I keep finding these. They all together. It's they so all look very all freshly exactly broken. Exactly <laughs> two inches long. It's so weird. So I, bizarre how that works. Oh man, I, I ran it over and broke it with my opportunism. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to put it. <laughs> um, this is the one that's in my industry that uh, I. Th- think you might this is so weird like this sort of thing like if you've been in an industry for a decade like you don't really know how like out in the world it got or not um, i know what you mean do you know the wills fargo thing that happened like a few years ago or at this point like five years ago um oh oh yes um yes with them uh signing up people for credit cards without uh like or or bank accounts or like i forget exactly what the yeah, details I mean, were you, you you get the idea basically what they did is they set like really ambitious goals 
um, and yeah. then like held people accountable and like had incentive plans. Um, and, uh, and then like also they got like super serious, like with how they were holding people accountable to those goals, like where you might like lose your job if you didn't make them and people didn't want to lose their job. And a lot of people like just started opening up accounts for just randos. Uh, it turns out once people started realizing that they had accounts open in their name, uh, didn't appreciate that and turned into an entire thing. Uh, so I do, I do, Nick, I want to tell you a positive one. And yes, it's, tell Oh, good. Is and this the last one? The last one is the positive is the, one? This is the last one. And it's a positive one. It's one of my favorite things in all things ever, as far as unintended consequences go. Jeff, there's a positive consequence? There's a positive unintended consequence. At least, I don't know. Well, it's subjective, but I think it's okay, amazingly okay. positive. Okay. Um, it's about the video game Civilization. You might okay. have, You might know what this is. Have you ever played any of the Civ games? A very li- like a little. I haven't gotten into like the 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 big obsession. You, you might have you might have gotten like a sniff of this just from cultural reference. Um, as a person who's the exact same age as me now, fair. Um, yep, yep. That's how that works. Do you do you know enough about civilization that you feel like you could give kind of like the like two sentences for anybody who isn't familiar uh, to understand like what yeah, it is? Yeah, so civilization is a game where you and either computer you play either against computers or friends, and you're building like a little society up from the ground. Uh, where like so you're starting off in like I don't even remember what the, the base ages are, but you start off in like you know a very primitive time, and you like research technology, and technology can either be like you know transportation or maybe it's military stuff or whatever and there's different ways you could win the game either it's like by conquering everybody or by getting to space first or something like that yeah you conquer everybody um you can like get to the moon or to mars or wherever depending on the year um so like a science victory you can uh like there's like a, a religion one there's a cultural one and yeah, like yeah. So, anyways, this unintended uh, consequence was focused around India uh, as a country. Uh, who, in all these games, like you have like a leader from history that is like the leader of the uh, country while you're playing, and uh, the leader for India, uh, unsurprisingly, is Gandhi. Do you know where this is going yet? Uh, nope. Or, okay, you would. You would. Okay, so this is going to be new. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So for anybody who doesn't know, Gandhi, uh, which I would be very surprised, but uh, and actually here recently, it was, I think, uh, October 2nd. So yeah, like four days as the point of recording and uh, a week or so before uh, releasing this episode was um, the International Day of Nonviolence, which was uh, commemorated based on uh, Gandhi and the things that he did. And he is also celebrated as a national holiday um, in India. Uh, for all his works of like uh, peaceful nonviolence and general rights and etc. So considered to be, I mean, if you're going to talk about the guy of International Day of Nonviolence, about as you know peaceful of a person as you can yeah. imagine. Yeah. So in the game, like he is like the super pacifist. Um, like like he like if you want to think of like you know colonial Britain as like really conquering or like the Roman Empire as really conquering or something like that or Gen- Genghis Khan or something like that he is like the opposite of that um, so he always plays like this pacifist role in the game or he did uh, but in Civilization Two there was an uh, a bug where. He would be so pacifist that he would go negative on their pacifist variable, um, which... Oh, and then he'd become, like, wildly aggressive. Yeah, right? so, like, he would hit negative one uh, on his aggressive meter, which would basically reset the variable to 255, like, the max of that data type. And so, like, you would, like, be playing this game where this guy, like, was, like, being super chill and, like, trying to make peace with everyone. And then all of a sudden, he would try to nuke the entire game. <laughs> yes. Okay, wait, wait. So, yes, I, I'm, like, peripherally aware of this as a, as just, like, a meme. But, go, but yeah, go ahead. Yes. Okay, I figured you had at least gotten some cultural reference to this. So, basically, yeah, like, this was an uh, accident, like, unintended consequence of uh, some, some coding errors in uh, Civilization 2. But it was so hilarious just the way that it would play out. Like, it was such, like, a wild card of, like, what time will Gandhi go from being the super guy <laughs> who will never want to have battle with me to, like, literally nuking everybody. <laughs> and, uh, and so what that resulted in, and, like, all subsequent games, 
Gandhi has this exact behavior, even though they've obviously long since understood why that happened back in like the, the early aughts or whatever. Every game now, Gandhi plays this person who comes off as a person who's like <laughs> pretending, pretending to be this pacifist who wants to be your friend constantly, and then all of a sudden will turn on you and try to nuke you, and like it just it's stuck in the game as just kind of it's just canon now of who Gandhi is in Civilization, and I think that is amazing. Like, that is fantastic. That is such a fantastic unintended consequence. I also I love the implication. I wish that was like how like you know characteristics and uh, uh worked in real life is that it was all on a scale and if you got like sufficiently lazy enough like you just wake up the next day and you'd be the most disappointed like all right let's go 5 a.m wake up we're on a, we're on a run let's go <laughs> yeah like, i feel like that could have other unintended consequences yeah, look like. <laughs> don't judge me don't judge me in my dreams okay like i was trying to be really 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 nice to my brother and then i ran him right over with my car and, and, and that was I, really bad then i did murder him i did <laughs> it did a little bit murder him i was we had become so close <laughs> <laughs> episode 172 of our podcast is going to be really dark nick <laughs> oh no unfortunately it's going to be called the cobra effect revisited <laughs> and it'll be a monologue from me because i killed you Oh no! I'm dumb. I didn't realize that you were implying this about us. Yes, we would would grow so close that one of us would have to find each other and kill one of us. All right, I'm quitting after episode 170. Is but we have you under contract until 700. I guess I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. I'm supposed to be getting paid for this. What? Yeah. Have you not been? (laughs) Oh my gosh! Uh, I'll talk to our agent. <clears throat> Your agent? This is how it works. I'm pretty sure. If, I don't know. Who knows? I was gonna like make a joke about like how my if I don't know who my agent is, does that mean that you're just like? <laughs> but I don't. I don't even know where to, how to make it. I, I don't know the the, the joke well enough. I'm, I suck. Uh, great work. Um. Anyways, <laughs> Nick, uh, we're gonna go uh, record our Patreon only podcast, which is the year we start another podcast, aptly named. Um. And I think I called this season Nick. Picks first coin flips. We're talking about NFL stuff. Um, I'm not sure how long we'll actually do that for. I don't know. It's kind of fun. We'll find out. We'll see. But uh, nonetheless, I almost assure you we'll talk about some sort of NFL thing and then whatever else Nick makes to talk about. If you want to check that out, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Tywasap. You can also follow us at Tywasap on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh, and you can find all that at tywasap.com. Nicholas, thank you for potting with me in this uh, sushi-induced uh, aller- or sushi allergy-induced haze. Um, but yeah, thanks, okay. thank you, sir. I, I'm yeah. always in a, a haze, and you put up with it, so you're welcome. Uh, this has been the Here We Started Podcast. Thank you for listening.